fancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. Come on in for an evening of poems and stories about the American West. A land of legend, of romance, of friendship and courage. A mother load of remembrance. A true showcase of the Old West with the old cowboy, J.C. Holsey. As most of you know, my wife's been sick and she's still recovering. But she went to Walmart with me the other day and she was give out. And on the way home, she wanted a canteen of salad from Taco Bell. We pulled into the line and waited our turn. I pulled up to place the order. I need a continental salad. His answer was, we don't serve salads until 11 o'clock. It was 10 minutes till 11. Now you know this old cowboy was a little upset. But the bottom line here is we didn't get the salad that my sweetheart wanted so badly. Driving away empty-handed, I had a thought and I asked my wife, if we had ordered tacos, would they have been available? You would assume they'd have been available. After all, the name on the sign says Taco Bell. But my old suspicious mind thinks I'd have gotten the same answer if we had ordered tacos. This little incident reminded me of a time my great-granddaughter and I was out shopping. She wanted a McDonald's hamburger. It turns out that McDonald's hamburgers don't serve hamburgers until after 11 o'clock. If my memory remembers correctly, hamburgers is what the great Golden Arch is famous for. But hey, I'm just a grippy old man. What do I know? Well, I decided to check out my assumption about Taco Bell, so I called them. They open at 7 a.m., but they don't start serving tacos until 9 a.m. I reckon that's enough of my fussing, so let's listen to some good country music. This is Kim Carson singing... Never do nothing right. Come true 
wanted more than I was given. You wanted more than I could do. That sure was good, Kim. Thank you. I noticed on Facebook the other day there was a new author. So, as usual, I went to Amazon to check out who his publisher was. Now, I'm not going to call them by name, but I will say they should be ashamed of taking this person's money the way they did. I cannot emphasize enough to all prospective authors, please do not let some so-called publishing company rob you by selling you a package. If I'm reading their prices correctly, it probably costs this author close to $1,500 for them to publish his book. Then a little further down in the fine print, I read where it costs $30. Just, it costs $30 for them to mail a, a proof of his book to him to okay it. $30 to receive a proof of your book. Also, how to submit a book. The author must send a formatted and edited manuscript with cover and then the author must do his own marketing. Why? Why, I ask, would a person sign a contract with somebody like that? I realize, and believe me, I do realize how much you want your book published. But listen, it does not. Now let me repeat that. Listen to me. It does not cost anything to publish a book. And anybody can do it. Let me say that again. It does not cost anything for anybody to publish a book. The part that costs something is the marketing of your book. And this unscrupulous company wants to take your money and have you do your own marketing. Outlaws Publishing don't have any kind of package for an author if they sign with us. As I've said many times in the past, Outlaws Publishing is here to help and not take your hard-earned money. I've also said in the past, even if you don't sign with us, we're still here to help you. I talk with many authors, and I hear many, many of these sad stories of publishing companies taking advantage of them. How do I get the word out that Outlaws Publishing and its subsidiaries are not part of that group? Again, we're here to help. We encourage any author to check us out before you sign with a publisher that wants money from you. And I've said this in the past, but I think it bears repeating. Now listen close so there's no misunderstanding. 
It does not cost anything to publish a book or books. If a publisher wants money from you, then you definitely need to keep searching. But if you don't want to continue to search, then by all means check out outlawspublishing.com. And I said it before, even if you don't sign with us, we're still here to help you in your endeavor to get your book published. Do you recall that passion you had when you were writing your story and then the feeling you had when you saw your name as the author? Well, that's the passion that I have about helping other authors. And when I see one or more of the Outlaws authors as bestsellers on Amazon, I get that same feeling as I did when I held my first book in my hands. Which, by the way, some of the Outlaws authors are in that coveted spot on Amazon. That's a great feeling as a publisher to see his authors being successful like that. Why do I keep telling you this every week? Because you could be one of those authors that joins that list. You could be a bestseller. Maybe you need a little help. Outlaws Publishing is here to help. If you do need help, or if you just want to talk, then why not send an email to jc at outlawspublishing.com or jc at theoldcowboy.net. I told you last week we'd play one of Mel Harker's songs with him singing it. Well, we got one here. This is Mel Harker singing, The Higher the Horse, The Harder the Ground. Take it away, Mel. With the ladies I know I thought I was something Till she came around You know the higher that horse The harder the ground When I looked in her eyes I didn't know what hit me Came out of nowhere like a snake And bit me She was cowboy rope and heart Breaking all over town Sitting in the saddle, a brown and tall And I should have been looking for a soft place to fall I lost my grip, I came tumbling Laughing at me, we're falling in love with her a long way down. You know, the higher that horse, the harder the ground. A sitting in the saddle, a brown and tall. And I should have been looking for a soft place to fall. I lost my grip, I came a tumbling. Baby, the harder the ground. 
What'd you think about that? Ain't Mel a great singer? You know, he's not only a singer, but he writes some great songs and he lets other people sing them. Now let's visit with Arthur Carlene Price. We want to welcome to the Wild West Showdown today, Arthur Carlene Price. Welcome, Miss Price. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. I see where you were born in New York City, and now you live yes. in Alabama? Oh, yes. Was that a transition for you to, uh, to change from New York City to Alabama? Not really, because uh, I moved from New York to Florida as a child mm -hmm. okay. and went to high school there. And then went into the service, moved around some, and even to Europe. So settling here was anything new. Okay. You were in the military. What branch? I was in the Army first for two years, out for a number of years, and back in for several more years when I met my husband. Mm -hmm. And he was in the Army. I always say the military was some of the best days of my life. Could you say the same thing? Mm, yes and no. Oh, okay. All right. You are married. Do you have children? Yes, they're all grown, and my four grandchildren are between the ages of 16 and 22. Do you see an Arthur in any of those kids? No, unfortunately, they don't seem to have any interest in writing. Oh, boy. Well, you need to let me talk to them. <laughs> I encourage everybody to write. Okay, how long have you been writing? About 56 years with an eight-year break for children and college. How many books do you have written right now? In total, I've probably written at least 36, and that's over the last 36 years. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, I've only sold seven with only three published. Well, I hear that story a lot. and In fact, I put myself in that same bucket. I haven't sold as many as I'd like to sell either. That's what I hope to be able to help any author with is to Get your books out there before the readers. I was 65 when I sold my first book, so I certainly encourage people to persevere and write. Exactly. How did you feel when you held your first book in your hand and you saw your name on it as an author? How did that make you feel? Well, actually, that hasn't happened yet because my books have been published in ebook form. Although my first book is in print, I just haven't gotten a copy yet. To me, that sounds pretty discouraging. Has, has it discouraged you any and made you want to quit writing, maybe? Oh, no. That's the answer I'd like to hear. When you're an author and you got that passion, there's no way that you can quit, is there? No. In my case, it's like some creature inside of me yes. that was to claw its way out and is not happy unless I'm writing <laughs> or in or in the stages thereof, creating something, whether it's world-building, mm -hmm. characterization, outline, or the actual writing itself. I noticed that you got a degree in computer programming. Does that help you in, in your writing or creating your book covers or anything like that? No. Uh, this is an associate degree, and it doesn't help on uh, these machines now because it was way back in the 70s. How do you come up with the titles for your books and the names for your characters? Well, that's kind of hard to, to answer. Sometimes the titles come first, but sometimes I have to really think on it. Other times, the character names will pop up in my head. And other times, I go through a list that I keep of male names and female names. and I'll take names off of that, but sometimes they just appear how much research do you do on your stories? 
It depends on the type of story I'm writing. Okay. What type of stories do you write? I write soft science fiction. Okay. A space opera type thing. I write fantasy, usually fantasy quests and mysteries. Okay. It all depends on if I'm building a world and I want it to be like a certain culture, uh-huh. I will research that. Okay. Do you use an outline or do you just let your characters control your story? Oh, I outline. I have tried the other way and it didn't work. Mm, okay. Well, we got to do what works for us. Yes. Do you have any plans to publish a, a new book in the near future? Yes. In fact, I'm waiting for one to come out as an ebook any time. Last I heard it went to the copy editor. Okay. It's a young adult science fiction adventure mystery called The Adventures of Twiggles and Dimwit. Oh, the boy. box is a secret. So you have a publisher? Yes. In fact, I have two publishers. Okay. Keith Publications has published two of my books, mm-hmm. The Poison Pen Murders, murder mystery uh, set in my hometown here of Huntsville, Alabama. The others is a middle grade mystery set in a fantasy world uh-huh. called The Missing Pillager Papers. The other book that's published by Ronan Robot Press. Okay. That's The Half Elven Murders. And that just came out as an ebook book early part of last month. Okay. And you got a new one coming out later, you said? Later this year. Okay, what's the, yes. t- what's the title of it again? That's The Adventures of Twiggles and Dimwit, The Box's Secret. That's a unique title that should get a lot of attention. It's a young adult. What was your favorite treat when you were a kid? Chocolate. Chocolate. Anything. Chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate, anything. Uh, what, still what, is. Still is. Oh, that was my next question. Is that your treat today? Okay. Yes. What advice would you give to a young author or or any author just starting out? Read. Read what you want to write and study it. Uh Learn to read as a writer. Now, that's not easy because it'll make you have to make a writer have to slow down Uh and see how the author does something. You know, if you read something you like and say, oh, that's excellent. Study how they do that. You must have perseverance, and you must have a tough hide, like that of a dinosaur. There you go. Because if you don't, if the critiques don't get you, then you have to deal with the reviews. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you ever gotten a bad review? Yes, I just, I received one on uh, the poison pen murders. Mm, Okay, how'd that make you feel? It didn't make me feel very good because at first it was from someone who didn't bother to leave their name. You know, in my opinion, there is no bad reviews because any review can help us grow as an author. I try not to let the bad ones, I I try to not pay attention, but I just had a couple of bad reviews on one of my authors and I couldn't let it go. So I don't know if you saw what I put on Facebook or not, but I kind of got a little upset at him. It's a review and it's advertisement for our book. And that's the way we got to look at it, in my opinion. Yes, that's all it is, is an opinion. That's exactly right. And <laughs> opinions are like something else. We all got one. <laughs> yes. Okay, do you do your publicity yourself? I have done some. My husband helps me print out some bookmarks that I put out locally. Okay. But now I've hired a publicist, and he's been helping me do interviews, and we're looking into 
putting out my book, The Half-Elven Murders, on audiobook. I would recommend to any author to put his books on audio. Okay, you're on Facebook. Do you have a Twitter account? Yes, but I don't really use it. I just don't feel like the, the need to, to tweet. Do you have a blog? Yes. Do you mind giving the address of your blog? K-A-R-L-E-N-E-R-Price.WordPress.com. Very good. Okay. How about, do you mind giving out your email address if somebody wanted to get in touch with you? Okay, that's krprice at bellsouth.net. Where do you get your book cover? Through my publisher. They have someone do the book covers. Do you have any input on, on your covers? Yes. Uh, one of the questions they ask is on information is, uh, you know, what I'd like to see on the cover. Uh -huh. Okay. And the artist has a tendency to go with that. All right. Very good. We want to thank you for being a guest on the Wild West Showdown today. And I want to invite you to come back and visit with us again real soon. Okay. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you later then. Okay. Okay. Thank you. We haven't had any poetry in a while, so let's take a listen to Gary Penny reciting one of his original poems. This is called Wrapped in Love. I came across a picture taken 40 years ago. The picture was my mother. You could see her youthful glow. She wore a skirt of turquoise and a blouse of snowy white. A blue shawl draped around her and her hair was combed just right. The shawl had been a present given on her wedding day. She'd shared it with her children in a very special way. I gazed upon this picture and my eyes filled up with tears. I thought of all the good times that we'd had throughout the years. A hearty western woman with a dedicated life. She'd been the perfect mother and a most deserving wife. She'd raised six lovely daughters and a lone endearing son. Her work seemed never-ending, yet she could never be outdone. She was our daddy's helpmate, working cows and breaking sod. Time was made for each of us, but her Sundays went to God. She read her holy Bible the way that we all ought. Her life would be a lesson of how we should all be taught. We were raised on hope and faith with our God's love from above. It bound us all together as a family filled with love. She'd call us kids together and take that old blue shawl and wrap us in her loving arms to make each of us feel small. Even when we left her home and took jobs earning wages, we were still her babies, regardless of our ages. We'd all come back to visit, though with time it got real sad. Her mind had started failing and her health was turning bad. Father time had come a-calling as he's always apt to do. He tapped her on the shoulder, said, This time I've come for you. The last time that I saw her, she was peaceful in her bed. She looked directly at me, and this is what she said. You know that I've been ready, and I've heard God softly call. Come to me, my loving child. Let me wrap you in my shawl. Wasn't that a good one? I had a book signing at Half Price Books in Mansfield, Texas last Sunday. 
It was a typical signing with folks walking by without acknowledging I was even there. However, I did entice a few to come and visit with me. I did hand out a lot of cards and I sold a few books. I think the bottom line on any book signing is not the number of books you sell, but it's the interaction with readers. There is one thing I don't understand, though. What is a person doing in a bookstore if they don't read? I get that from a lot of folks at every event I go to. There was one lady that took my card, said she didn't want it, and tried to give it back. I don't want it, she said. We'll give it to your neighbor, I said. I don't want it, and she slammed it down on the table and left. Now, I'm an old man, and I've seen a lot of things, but I've never seen that before. There is something I figured out, though. That lady didn't want one of my cards. Right before I left the store, I went to the restroom, and I noticed something that I took a picture of. The signs above the bookshelves were large and easy to read. However, the westerns were shared with two other genres, and they were in the back of the store. It's been a while since I've been in any bookstores, but now that I think about it, it's always been that way. Westerns take a back seat not only in brick-and-mortar stores, but also in the online stores. If you go to some of the free book sites, you'll notice they don't list westerns. Why is this? As far back as I can remember, most everybody I knew read westerns. It seems to me that the world is upside down when it comes to westerns. However, I did read something on Facebook today. Western movies are being made more nowadays than in the recent past. Perhaps we'll get back to having more westerns in the movie theater and on TV like it was when I was a kid. I haven't said much lately about our newest endeavor, The Outlaws Echo Digital Magazine. We started it the first of the year, and right now there's not a lot of content, although what we do have is very, very good. We've got two chapters of John D. Fye Jr.'s short story, The Bender Brothers. There's also a short story by best-selling author W.R. Benton titled The Cowboy Snipe Hunt. Now, if that title ain't enough to make you want to read it, then you might want to check see if you're alive. We also have some original art by Shani Schaefer and Sophia Halsey, who happens to be my six-year-old great-granddaughter. There's poetry by Mark Munzert, Magma Winnie, and even one by the old cowboy. Why am I telling you about this? Because the Outlaws Echo needs your help. I told a young lady at the book signing that she ought to send something in for the magazine. She said she wasn't a writer. I asked her if she made a shopping list. Sure, she said. I told her send in that shopping list and we'd put it in the magazine. Yeah, that's what I told her. I told you also that we need content for the magazine, so you just might see this young lady's shopping list real soon. We need tall tales, short stories, riddles, jokes, humor, poems, songs, anything that you'd like to share with others. Send it to jc at outlawspublishing.com or jc at theoldcowboy.net. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. We want to give a special shout-out to our musicians today, Kim Carson and Mel Harker. And a special thanks to Gary Penny for his poem. And a very special thanks to Carlene Price for being our guest author. Now gather round for some cowboy wisdom. Never approach a bull from the front, a horse from the rear, or a fool from any direction. This is the old cowboy saying adios and happy trails. Come on back next week to the Wild West Showdown with the old cowboy J.C. Holsey.